everybody, a big warm and a happy welcome to you all. I'm your host Saz and each week my goal is to enrich this tiny portion of your day with all of the feel good, happy and positive vibes, providing a place where we can just escape the outside world and smile. I hope you're feeling your shine and if you're not, well that's where I hope to help. This week's episode I'll be talking all about my third and final way to make me smile but before I begin it's morning motivation time and I have to admit that I have been in a bit of a funk the last few weeks so I've not been doing this daily myself I know I'm a hypocrite but the song that has been helping me get out of this funk is Maria I think that's what it's called. I kind of know it as We've Lost Dancing and that's by Fred again and the Blessed Madonna. And this is perhaps not as motivational as the rest of the songs on my playlist, but it's definitely reflective of the year that we've just lived through. And while it's not all sunshine and rainbows, it's real, but it is still motivational. I mean, come on, the standout lyric is what comes next will be marvellous. That's pretty motivational to me. So enjoy that and your dance party when this episode is finished. Now, so much has happened in the last couple of weeks. Raise your hand if you felt overwhelmed, because I know I certainly have. I'm not going to dwell, don't worry, but it's important to take a moment and recognise when you're feeling like that, when you're running on empty because there are too many things occupying your time or your brain and your energy. And it's even more important to recognise when you've not left enough time for yourself. When I was thinking of my third way to make me smile, I was really struggling to articulate it and simplify it down to kind of like its core idea. But I have managed to. (laughs) And it's self-love. Side note, we're going to deep dive in this episode a little bit. So just beware. You see self-care on social media to mean sort of, you know, having a bubble bath or putting on a face mask. It's a term that's kind of been thrown around quite a lot. But self-love is a whole different ballgame. And I've kind of interpreted it into two different ways. And hopefully you can kind of see why I was struggling to articulate this. But the first take a much more sort of external viewpoint um, and it looks at sort of other people. I've mentioned before seeing or watching people kind of embrace who they are, their loves, their passions and having like a complete and total confidence in that. There's nothing more engaging than hearing it from the horse's mouth, you know, hearing someone talk about what they're passionate about because you can hear it in their voice and you can see it on their faces and it just makes you smile in response. The same goes for people who just kind of exude confidence in their own skin. Take Lizzo as an example. Yes, I know, mentioning Lizzo again. She embodies so much for women, for plus-size women, for plus-size black women, for self-love. Like, she uses her platform to promote larger, curvier girls like me so that we can see ourselves represented. And it evokes a confidence within yourself and, importantly, a sense of acceptance and acceptance really is so important when we're talking about self-love I think anyway and love in general to be honest (laughs) I remember this particular day very very clearly I went round to my friend's house kind of same as always and he said to me Sarah you have to watch this and it was season six of RuPaul's Drag Race 
and I was instantly mesmerised. He literally changed my life that day. Firstly, because I'd never seen drag elevated to such a level before. I'd only known of it as pantomime dame style. And secondly, because all these incredible humans who have had their own personal struggles with society accepting them or not accepting them, were embracing who they were and transforming themselves into these complete forces of nature anyway. And it was so inspiring to me, especially as somebody who had sort of dulling their shine as it were as a kid so that to try and escape the bullies. But it made me realise that if they can be who they are so completely authentically, then so can I. And that's where my love of drag race and drag was born and I feel bit of an association to sort of like the queer community because I feel accepted by them and I don't feel that I have to apologise for being who I am. So for, for all of you who know me and have never realised quite why Drag Race is so important in my life, that is it. <laughs> and we're talking, you know, season six, quite an old school fan. So anyway, that changed my life and more rec- much more recently, I went to a show back in 2019, sad face, um, that was called The Self Love Club and it was a show that was kind of organised by a female-led circus company that are called Lavrat and one of the girls that runs it I actually went to school with so that's really awesome but it was designed kind of specifically to promote self-love. There were performances ranged from so many different people. There were aerial dancers, hip-hop dancers, there were drag queens and burlesque dancers. And I came out of the show feeling so incredibly good. I think, if I remember correctly, it did actually bring a tear to my eye. Because just watching and seeing all these people thrive and get so much love and support for doing something that they love and support just made me feel really happy. So you best believe when it comes back around, I will be first in line for tickets. I just love seeing other people live their fantasies because it makes me realise that I can and I should be living mine. So that was kind of the first half of how I interpret self-love. The second half, I see it as much more of an investment in yourself. It kind of goes back to what I was saying sort of at the start, you know, making sure you have time saved up and space, both physically and mentally, to do the things that you love, which which sounds really stupid and quite obvious, I suppose, when you're talking about things that make you happy and things that make you smile. But I'm talking about things that are new, new experiences. In the last year, I found space in my schedule, in my head, to start learning French again, to get creative with clay, to start sketching and painting a bit more, cooking, to just lay on my bed and let my mind be still and just kind of genuinely switch off for a bit. Literally last week, I started roller skating. Well, (laughs) I would consider myself a level below total novice, if that exists. (laughs) If not, I've made it exist. I was so bad, I literally didn't even move. (laughs) I had a very colossal fall very early on. Amy described it as a cartoon fall. So my skates literally went from underneath me and I fell (laughs) with such a force. I actually gave myself whiplash, like genuinely. (laughs) But I'm fine now and I will be going back out again on Saturday because I am determined to look cool and be one of those really cool skaters that I see all all over my (laughs) Instagram. But the point is, there are two sides to self-love. The first 
seeing others love themselves and everything they stand for. And then the second side is having enough time to show yourself some love. Give yourself time and space to process what you're thinking, to learn new things, to find new hobbies or ways that you can let out and process some of how you're feeling, which sounds really obvious. I am no doctor. So (laughs) this is just purely based off experience. That's it. That was my third and final way to make me smile. So to recap them all, they were my morning motivations, themed cooking and self-love. From this point on, the podcasts are going to take a slightly different flow. You've heard from me and how I feel my shine, but these podcasts are getting a little lonely. So I'm going to be putting someone else in the hot seat and talking to them about their fail-safe ways to make them smile. Same, same, but different. But before I sign out, I have two gorgeous clips to end with today. First, you'll be hearing from my pink-haired goddess, Lucy Everett. I am pretty sure glitter runs through her veins. She is constantly lifting people up and having a bloody grand old time. Plus, she has some serious moves. So if you see her on the dance floor, step aside and make some room for this hunt. Drum roll, fanfare, round of applause, please, for Lucy. Three sure ways to make me happy uh, or put me in a great mood. Number one is watching or anything to do with RuPaul's Drag Race. Literally live for the confidence of drag queens, the sass, the artistry, the creativity. It just always puts me in a really good mood. Also gives me like such a confidence boost, but also makes me realise that I really need to learn to walk in heels way better. (laughs) But yeah, even if I'm having a shit day, if I put on RuPaul, it's always a good one. Number two is looking over like old photos and videos of like travels and stuff. Safe and I did that actually yesterday because it was a year since we um went to India and it was just really nice looking over like a video of it all and like photos and stuff and just thinking what an epic time we had. And number three, which also happened to me the other day, and I realised I was like, this is one of the things that makes me happy is cycling, but actually cycling in the rain. I got caught in the rain the other day and I was like, no, because it was full on torrential. But then it just, you get to a point where you're like, I'm already soaked. And I just ended up laughing all the way home. Like I had to drive through, drive through, well, ride through um, a puddle and literally just went everywhere. And I was just like, oh my goodness. But actually it was really invigorating. And even though I looked like a drowned rat when I got home, it was, yeah, it just makes you really realise that you're alive and you're human and things happen. So yeah, those are my things. Thank you, Lucy. I am totally taking credit for your love of drag. So you're welcome. (laughs) Now, I have also had the pleasure of knowing this next person, Salaha Hafi, since we were in high school together. She is one of those people who has such a caring, calming and uplifting energy. Like you just can't help but want to be around her and be your best self when you're with her. She's a mama bear to her gorgeous little girl, Chloe. She's also a yoga, wellness, nutrition, and just general motivational positivity guru. And an optometrist, so she's got all the skills. Drum roll, fanfare, round of applause please for Sal. 
I think the three things that make me smile no matter what, number one definitely has to be moving my body, whether it's going for a jog, although I definitely walk faster than I jog, um, or going for a walk or lifting weights or doing some yoga, that always makes me feel so much better, releases those really happy hormones, and I feel like I can do anything after I've done that. Number two is connecting with my friends. I try to make a point of messaging at least five people a day or looking on their stories on Instagram and commenting on what they're doing. It just makes me feel like I've had a bit of a social life when I feel like such a recluse normally because if I don't, I feel like I get in my head and I can overthink things. So that always makes me feel better. It gives me a different perspective. And then I feel like connected to people, like I'm part of the wider world rather than just me in my own head and then number three is giving chloe cuddles and kisses because she's so funny and obviously she doesn't care about silly things and what's going on in the world she just likes to have fun and be amazing and that makes me smile too they are all absolutely great ideas thanks so much sal that's it from me thanks again to my featured guests lucy and sal and to all of you thank you so much for listening do not forget to follow this podcast for fortnightly episodes if you want to reach out to me and tell me your fail-safe ways that make you happy then you can find me on my instagram at sarah underscore foley underscore or you can email me at shinewithsaz at gmail.com I'll see you next time. Take care, everybody, and big love.